Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, July 27, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Violence erupts in cities across the USA. Federal agents likely blinded by protesters in Oregon. A single baseball player refuses to take a knee in Los Angeles. The president scraps his plan to throw out the first pitch at Yankee Stadium. Also ahead, we officially begin our presidential election coverage today, and it will be different. I'll explain. But first, anti-police protests spiraling out of control in some places, crowds burning a courthouse in Oakland, attacking City Hall in L.A., and one person was shot and killed when a demonstrator approached a parked car in Austin, Texas. More than 200 people arrested on Saturday alone. At least three police officers from the Department of Homeland Security seriously injured by rioters in Portland, Oregon. The White House confirming the agents were likely blinded when demonstrators pointed powerful lasers into their eyes. Other members of law enforcement were attacked with pellet guns, nails, and baseball bats. All of that in Portland and officials there declaring a state of emergency after Sunday night. Protests were designated a riot by the police bureau. Vandals tore down fencing surrounding a federal courthouse, tried to burn the building down. 26 people arrested, riots in Oregon, now entering the ninth straight week. It is obvious the governor and mayor of Portland, Oregon, cannot or will not control the situation. What a disgrace. San Francisco Giants pitcher Sam Coonrod standing during a moment of silence honoring Black Lives Matter at Dodger Stadium, citing his religious beliefs. The 27-year-old saying, quote, I'm a Christian. I just can't get on board with things I've read about them, meaning Black Lives Matter organization, how they lean Marxist. I can't kneel for anything beside God, unquote. President Trump confirming he will not be throwing the first pitch at Yankee Stadium. He announced his decision on Twitter, saying, because of my strong focus on the China virus, including scheduled meetings on vaccines, I will not be able to be in New York City. In a moment, Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. We officially begin our election coverage today, and it will be different. I'll explain right back with that. How bad is your back, knee, or neck pain? Mine was pretty bad. I played four sports when I was younger, and uh, it's catching up with me now. I tried a lot of stuff to manage the pain. Ointments, pain relievers, fish oil, nothing worked. So a doctor friend of mine recommended Omega XL, and here's why. The underlying cause of painful, achy joints and muscles is inflammation. The key to knock down inflammation before it causes damage is backed by 35 years of research. And that's what Omega XL does. The doctor also says, quote, I can't write any prescription that comes close to what Omega XL accomplishes. She was right. So if you're suffering with painful, achy joints and muscles, stop wasting money and switch to Omega XL. Order Omega XL now and get a second bottle free. Visit OmegaXL.com slash bill, OmegaXL.com slash bill, or you can call 800-844-4888, 800-844-4888. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, 99 days from today. 
we will vote for either Donald Trump or Joe Biden for president. This will be my 11th presidential race as a journalist. It all started when I interviewed Jimmy Carter, then the governor of Georgia, way back in 1976. But in 2020, we have a far different country than we did back then, and a unique election because of COVID. Let's look at President Trump first. He is behind in all the polls, but the polls don't really matter because much will happen between now and Election Day, things that no one can predict. So polling today is really a snapshot, but I don't take it seriously at all. Now, Donald Trump did very well with the economy. He basically is a market-based capitalist and allows companies, corporations, individuals, maximum freedom to make money. It's as simple as that. That's his economic philosophy, all right? So that is his strongest suit. But because of COVID, the economy has not collapsed totally, but is severely damaged. And the fear of COVID overrides this whole vote coming up in November. Now, as far as the United States' position in the world, Donald Trump is a deal maker. Before COVID, he was close to getting a trade deal with China. He doesn't come down hard on Russia because he wants some kind of deal with Putin, which I don't think is ever going to happen. But it's essentially he's looking at the world through an economic lens. He wants to withdraw troops from Afghanistan. And that's a good thing. That country is chaotic. We can't stay there much longer. I understand why we were there in the first place. I supported that, but the Afghan people are going to have to fend for themselves. The final thing about Donald Trump is his demeanor. Never have we had a controversy like this surrounding the White House. The president is confrontational. He is self-involved. He is a press despiser, and his demeanor is big. Now, remember, in 2016, Donald Trump lost women 54-42, and right now, that's why he's so far behind. Now, I'm going to get into Joe Biden more tomorrow, but I'm going to tell you today that I believe if Joe Biden's elected president, the nation will go into recession, severe recession. He wants to raise taxes on corporations on many workers. He wants to raise capital gains tax, which would really harm the stock market. He really has a socialist vision. Now, this is entirely opposite from what he used to be, but he's changed his position on abortion, on crime. And Joe Biden is essentially being held hostage by the far left element of the Democratic Party. Is he a far left nut? No. Is he going to stand up to that movement? No. Now, tomorrow I will have a detailed analysis of Mr. Biden, but I have to tell you, we are voting for our country rather than two men. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com, and please join our campaign, Stand Up For Your Country. In a moment, something you might not know. Many of us are worried about 401ks and retirement savings, everything we've worked very hard for, they could evaporate. 
With all the fake news and uncertainty, we are left wondering where to turn for fact-based advice about our investments. It's very important to have an independent expert working to preserve and grow your savings, especially in today's economy. So please meet Silicon Valley angel investor and 5G expert Jeff Brown of Brownstone Research, whose only obligation is to you. He has created a newsletter called The Near Future Report, where he shares his analysis on where the stock market is going and when, which stocks are poised to rise and fall, and a new way to profit from the exploding tech market. His track record is amazing, so please go to Bill5G.com. Let Jeff help you preserve and grow your wealth. Bill5G.com. You will thank me. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. From September 1959 to January 1973, NBC's Bonanza, remember Bonanza? Soar, becoming one of the most successful television programs in history. 14 seasons, 431 episodes. Early ratings took off thanks to color TV. Bonanza was the first in America to ditch the standard black and white format. The Western took place in the 1860s, centered upon the wealthy Cartwright family living in Nevada. Now, if you're a fan of the series, you may be wondering what happened to the actors after the characters hung up their boots. They were all huge stars in America. Let's start with Lauren Green, uh, Ben Cartwright, the father. He went on to work as a voiceover actor, also starring in the 1977 miniseries Roots. Mr. Green died in 1987 at the age of 72. Pernell Roberts, Adam Cartwright, oldest son, transitioned to the theater. He was married four times before his death in 2010 at age 81. Sadly, the end of Bonanza was also the end for Dan Blocker, who portrayed Hoss Cartwright. He passed away from a pulmonary ambulance in 1972. He was only 43. Before his death, Blocker founded the Bonanza Steakhouse restaurant chain, 44 locations still open in North America. Michael Landon, best known for playing the role of Little Joe Cartwright, youngest son, after the show... Landon starred in Little House on the Prairie, another huge hit. Now, he died in 1991 at age 54 from pancreatic cancer. And you might not know this, but Michael Landon began his career with the lead role in I Was a Teenage Werewolf. And here's something else you might not know. Just two members of the main Bonanza cast are still alive. Mitch Vogel played the orphan boy Jamie Hunter, now a businessman in California. Tim Matheson who portrayed convict Griff King, still working. You can see his latest project, Virgin River, on Netflix. Mr. Matheson hit it big in Animal House, playing Otter. And he also played Ronald Reagan in my movie, Killing Reagan. Back after this. Reopening America safely is everyone's responsibility, and no one believes that more than our friends at Real Time Products. In fact, they're helping businesses and organizations by giving away a free automatic dispenser with a purchase of two gallons of real-time hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer dispensers are available in wall mount, floor stand, or countertop, so customers, employees, parishioners, anyone can dispense the sanitizer safely. 
Real-time hand sanitizer contains 70% alcohol, and you'll never need another hand sanitizer supplier. Real-time hand sanitizer formulated and packaged in the USA. To claim your free hand sanitizer dispenser, please go to GetSanitizerNow.com. Don't assume a business or organization you frequent doesn't care. They're probably having trouble getting sanitizer. So spread the word that Real Time has dispensers and gallons of sanitizer available right now. Do your part. GetSanitizerNow.com. GetSanitizerNow.com. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.